You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's your boy, Steve. Once again, for Cyber Time Bite episode 71. 71 episodes, and it's pretty awesome and pretty amazing to be this far in episodes and stuff and whatever. But um, today, it's going to be pretty amazing. It's kind of like, this is kind of like a part three of a two-part part three or, or I don't know how to say it. Because, because it all started with the Serpent's Breakdown episode, where I, where I interviewed Serpent's Breakdown, and then I got recommended to put Tiff on the show, and then I interviewed Tiff, and now here we are with Tiff's closer friend, uh, Toothless, 19 Toothless 98, who is, um, I know, I explained, I feel, no, that when, I'm gonna, uh, for fair warning, when we were doing the Tiff episode, um, I only met her once before that time, and now we're and now we're talking again. But back then, I know I, I explained her on her uh, explained her on that podcast, and I kind of feel bad because I kind of felt like I didn't do her justice. But um, I didn't I did you justice on the podcast, right? Oh yeah, I thought you did a fine job. <laughs> no, because I said like, what did I say? What did I say about you? I said. uh... That like like oh like like she would stand up for her friends and she would she would kick any butt that gets in her way that gets in her friends' way you know stuff I was like well that's probably not her at all but no that's like a hundred percent accurate more like a hundred and ten percent for some reason I remember your voice being deeper but I guess the I don't know I guess things change. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I have completely different voices when I'm in costume versus when I'm, like, just out in my regular day, everyday life. Um, it does get a lot deeper when I'm at a con. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite terrifying, actually. My mom called me when I was in the middle of doing something, and I used my man voice, quote-unquote, on her, and she instantly shut down the phone, and she's like, I don't know who I just called. <laughs> like, uh, wrong number? Yeah. <laughs> So I had to text her back and be like, Mom, call again, it's okay. So I, like, removed myself from the con scenario so that I could, like, talk like her young, wonderful daughter. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'm so sorry, Mom, I didn't mean to spook you. Oh, that also happened with my boss one time, because they tried to call me to come in, and I'm like, guys, I called this weekend off, and I'm in Rosemont. Yeah, like, I'm in, I'm in the middle of, I'm, in, I'm not, like, Rosemont's not in the middle of butt nowhere, but it's like, like, I'm not, like, I'm out in the middle of a, in, in a different city of a different state, I can't, I can't necessarily come in. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, like, do you, is where you live, like, in the middle of butt nowhere? I have cornfields on all four sides. It's 45 minutes to the nearest, like, Walmart. Yeah. Everything else is, like, little hometown um grocery stores or whatever that may or may not have that special glue you need for that project <laughs> that special glue you need for that project <laughs> okay there's stores behind this okay <laughs> oh oh do tell <laughs> okay so back in like what was it? it was high school okay so back in high school i had this obnoxious project that i had to work on 
And like every other typical high school senior, you're like, yeah, I'm going to shove it off. I'm going to shove it off. It'll be fine. Until the professor or teacher in that case is like, yeah, guys, have you worked on your project yet? Because I want people to start presenting a day earlier than what was scheduled. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) So I'm going around trying to figure out how to glue all my pieces together for this collage type thing. Because it's one of those, oh, tell about yourself, but make it interesting and artistic. And I'm like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. Okay. So short of coming in in full costume (laughs) and scaring everyone in the school, I decided to make a cute little board and everything. But turns out super glue tends to kind of burn through styrofoam. Yeah. (laughs) And Elmer's glue doesn't like to stick to it either. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't have either of those at home. And that's all my local grocery store would carry. Oh, God, (laughs) yeah. here I am (laughs) at 3 in the morning. Yeah. School starts at, like, 7. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Run it up 45 minutes to the nearest store to find some darn tacky glue. (laughs) And I walk in, and I'm like, hey, I need some tacky glue to the nearest sales associate at my local Walmart. And they just kind of look at me, and they're like, can I see your ID? Oh, I'm like, it's tacky glue for a project! It's not like you're buying alcohol, dang it! No, and it wasn't even spray paint either, and I'm like, you just want to know how old I am. <laughs> I'm like, are you thinking I'm single? Because I'm not. Like, 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 don't try, don't try your got me, I just need tacky glue. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, I did finally find the tacky glue, and I got home by, like, 4.30 in the morning, finished the project by 5.30, and then had to go to school. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. What a day, what a day that is. <laughs> Very much so. I don't remember most of the day after that presentation. Do, uh, does does uh does everyone um does everyone think you and Pizza Boy are actually related? Because he told me that that you guys in middle school always used to get, oh, you used to be told like, oh, we you guys do you guys look related or are you guys related and all that stuff? Oh God, okay, okay, that's also another story. Um, yes, for a very long time we did look a lot alike, especially when we were younger. Yeah. But there's also this infamous story in our high school where we had the same chemistry class yeah. and we sat on opposite sides of the room. So around Halloween, they were like, everybody's getting kind of funky. They're like, yeah, I'm going to start wearing like casual costumes to school. Sticks like that real far. So my friend Caden and I were on the bandwagon of Oren Host Club. Okay. Like yeah. Yeah. huge bandwagon. And we pegged ourselves as the twins. So we went and we collaborated and got the exact same costume, exact same wig and everything, parted it properly according to the character we were doing, and we went to the chemistry class. Yeah. We sit down, the professor, or the teacher, looks around at the class, and he instantly gets so confused, because he can't tell which one is which. (laughs) Oh, God. And even the classes, or the classmates, were like, hey are you really Ray? Or, hey, are you really Caden? And we actually had swap seats, too. So people are just looking at us, and they're like, the only way we can tell is by, like, the 10-pound difference between them. (laughs) (laughs) So they had us, like, stand up and talk and everything, and it was just insane. (laughs) I mean, was it it so bad that something had to be done about it? Well, 
No. The teacher was just like, all right, this is not becoming an everyday thing, you two. Whichever one of you is. It's like, come into class normal tomorrow. No, there's no, there's no Robbie Mouth becoming Freddie Mercury today. You guys better come in normal. But I looked him dead in the face and I just thought to myself, I don't think he understands what my standard of normal is. <laughs> yeah, because normal is, you know, bringing a giant dragon to school, fire breathing, and uh, it just sitting there with me and nobody noticing how big he is. I mean, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had, you had? Well, I have a seven-foot-long handmade dragon puppet that I made. Her name is Guinevere. Yeah, I saw that. I think you, you upload that um, picture of you holding that dragon in the in the photo on Instagram. I think lately. Yes. I mean, are you into are you into puppets? I'm guessing you're into puppets, then. If you make. Oh yes. <laughs> puppets are a very good passion of mine. What? Um... I'm no pro at it or anything, but I like them. I'm amateur at best, but it's fun. I, I'm guessing that you that. You take inspiration off of, like, you know, Jim Henson and his work, then. You, you mean, know. a.k.a. God. Well, if you like to call him that. <laughs> okay, he's like the father of all puppetry, and I love this man to no end, and I wish he was still around. But yes. Yeah, he... And if you're a fan of The Dark Crystal, the new season, or the new series, Age of Resistance, is badass. And I would recommend to anyone... Even if you don't like puppets, because the storyline is fantastic. I mean, like, I... He made... I mean, I forgot when he passed up, passed away. Uh, didn't he pass away, like, earlier this, earlier last year? No, I think he was fairly young when he passed. I don't remember the exact date, but I think he was only in, like, his 50s. Man, that's young, so, man. Yeah, considering a lot of others make it up to their 80s or more. And I'm just like, we could have had another 20 or 30 years out of this man. Yeah, this is... But, no. <laughs> no, he made so many things. He made Sesame Street. He made the Muppets. He made... He made all these other original things. He did a lot. He, that man made a lot of things. Yes, he did. And it was such a wide variety, too. Because it's like there was always puppets involved. But he also brought in real-life actors for some of them, such as Labyrinth, too. And I'm just like... Excellent. <laughs> yeah, that, the famous movie with David Bowie, which, which was uh, another great person who passed away last year, David Bowie. Really? Uh, I'm I, crying. I know, that's, Ser that's Serpent's favorite artist. And I'm pretty sure she was sad when he passed away, too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, um, what, how, how did, uh, how, um, how did you and Tiff met? Like, how did you two met? Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know how when you start going to the same cons, you kind of start running into the same people over and over? Yeah. But, like, you don't really know it. You just take note, and it's like you almost always compliment them at least once a con. Yeah. So, it kind of started off as that. <clears throat> and I think Tiff has a few pictures of my girlfriend and I walking out around a signless and disciple, and she was in a peta, I think. And I think that was one of the first photos she got before we were officially friends. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to say our friendship actually came from when she was hosting the, I think it was the first Circus Stuck panel. 
And I kept seeing her stuff go through because I had followed her a while back because I'm like, oh, you're a Homestuck cosplayer. Pretty cool. Nice content. I'll give you a follow. But I kept seeing, like, I don't want to say a desperate plea, but that's kind of what it came across as because the con was coming nearer and nearer and she was, like, still lacking a lot of characters. So I was like, I haven't pulled Dave out in over two and a half years. I just have the wig sitting around. The costume doesn't look that hard. So I signed up and I was like, yo, I'll be your Dave sizzling whatever. So that's how that started. And then when we started having the group chats and everything, we kind of worked together and became kind of like, I don't know, I was like her sidekick and stuff. And then from there, we just became good friends and started talking outside of panel duties and everything. So it just kind of went wee from there. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Well, thanks. I mean, it, it, I mean, did you guys become like best friends from the start or did it was like, we're just friends right now. And then it gradually go went into being best friends or was it like best friends from the start? <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like you'd have to ask both of us that because I think everybody has a different view on where friendships start and like what their level is. So for me, it what I'm very cautious when I meet new people. So yeah. for me, it was more like, okay, you're an acquaintance. Now you're working up to friend. And I'm like, okay, now you're like really good friend. And I'm like, this is great. Cause I kind of hate labels. I hate putting best friend on anything because yeah. it signifies that they are the one and only, which <clears throat> I think is kind of ridiculous. And it causes a lot of rifts mm-hmm. in between people because I have a lot of really good friends. Of course I have some that are a little closer just because of how long I've known them. Yeah. But I wouldn't say one friend is any better than the other. And I hate that best label. Mm-hmm. So going back from that tangent, um, I'd say for me, it was more of a gradual thing. But for her, she tends to find somebody that she connects with. And it's just snap, you latch on. And it's like, oh, buddy, you better buckle up because you're in for the friendship train. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> but this is like no regular train. This is like the bullet train over in Japan. Okay, it's like <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just like Van Halen with the with the freaking bullet train. Just yeah, right through. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So for her, it was a very quick thing, and I noticed it. And I'm like, oh, she thinks we're to that level already, and I'm like, oh, I better go check myself. Hold on a minute. No, it's so. No, I mean it's funny. I got a story. I got a story to relate to that. That um, uh, my good friend, the friend that I known for years, um, myself that that I am met at a con. It's just a, someone I knew for years. And um, the way we met was actually funny. He used to live in the same town, town subdivision that I lived in, and I guess supposedly for years we used to we used to um meet there's there a pool in our subdivision that was free to everyone who, who lived in that subdivision and i guess he used to go there all the time and we always used to meet up there but i never knew it because i forgot and and uh funny enough he went to the same high school i did and i didn't know and so when i see him again for the first time in years he goes okay like, hey, man remember me he's like and i'm like uh i like do i know you and he's like and he, he's like, like, oh, yeah, remember, like, we did this? And I was like, oh, yeah, now I remember you. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, yeah. And then, and, then, and then we started talking and we started catching up and then we became great friends. And then we then we're still friends to this day. So <laughs> it's just, I thought that was funny. Oh, 
gosh, that is phenomenal. <laughs> that is so totally awesome. And just to think that it had been that many years that you guys had known, quote unquote, each other, but then like broke off and then just came back. That's awesome. Yeah, like I, like I didn't, like I didn't realize he was gonna go because. I didn't realize you were going to go to the same high school I was going to go to. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> that was that was awesome though. <laughs> um, but like, uh, I mean, talk, I mean, talking about friendships and all that stuff. I, I let's talk about your friend. Let's talk about your friendship with the dragons, can't we? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so supposedly, let's let's break this down. Supposedly. Your room is nothing but dragon, 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 nightmare before Christmas, dragon, 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 nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> but we have to also remember that I have, like, as my girlfriend puts it, a cow shrine, so that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's predominantly dragons all over. Is it, it, I mean, like, I mean, like, I... Like I said, it's like really the nine yards. It's like it's like dragon sheets with dragon blanket with dragon pillowcase, dragon bed frame, all that. Is it that crazy? <laughs> Pretty much, but my bed frame is just like an old bunk bed that we trimmed down, so it's just red. But it accents the comforter. That that good. That's good when it matches. <laughs> I I I used to have a twin bed in my room, but then but then I got replacements. With this old king bed from my parents' room because they didn't because they got a new bed and they didn't want it anymore and so now I got this, so now I got this huge bed in my room and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> like part of me wishes I had a large bed but I'm also like if I had a large bed I would never get up and do anything. <laughs> you you no you'd be laying there and be like how could this happen to me? Made my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> the most emo song of the two thousands. <laughs> no, <laughs> they just like put speakers underneath the bed and everything, and have like My Chemical Romance slowly blaring as you're going through. It's just like yeah. the carry on, the carry on. <laughs> oh my gosh, were you there when that guy? I think it was at CAD. Or Midwest. I don't remember which one. I think he was at both. But he walked around with, like this giant boombox and he dressed like somebody from the Black Parade and he just blared the Black Parade CD over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. He was at uh, Midwest and he was just like the the guy on the cover of the of the Black Parade album and he was just he-, he has his Bluetooth speaker on Max and he was just walking around with the Black Parade album going off. Yes, it was amazing to watch after he had walked through. Because you could tell who the fans were, because they'd all be like crumpling down, like the plague had just walked through or something. I I was never a big fan of them anyway in the first place, but it's just it's just funny, it's just funny to see how emo they are. <laughs> My emo phase came very late in life, so I'm kind of still like jumping on the bandwagon. I remember, but. I remember when Wake Me Up Inside was, like, the emo face on, like, the emo face on. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Like, I can't wake up. Wake me up inside. Inside. I can't wake up. <laughs> wake me up inside. Save me. 
<laughs> can't let me die here. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, I, um, I mean, speaking of music, too, um, since we're talking about music all of a sudden, um, <laughs> I have, um, as I told you, I have a stack, a starting stack of cassette tapes, and I have a stack, a, a pretty good stack of CDs. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, and of course, I like to collect blank versions of everything so just in case because you never know like blank exactly. like blank cassettes blank cds i don't have blank dvds i gotta get those um and i want to get blank vhs tapes because i don't have those either <laughs> you're falling behind man you gotta catch up <laughs> get on that <laughs> i know i mean i i i own personally in my own room i personally own one cassette vhs tape but i have a bunch of vhs tapes in my living room where where they're just like you know some of the old disney old classic disney films and the uh and like other and other movies that my parents collected over the years you know ah yes the family collection (laughs) you're uh you're a disney fan i'm guessing too right yeah for the most part like you um like, like I'm guessing you own all the classics on VHS because are on DVD because they, you know, they've been re-released a thousand times already by this point. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your favorite one? Favorite movie? Favorite Disney film? Uh. Okay, out of the classics line, yeah. I'd have to say probably Sleeping Beauty because it's got a dragon in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because it has a dragon in it. <laughs> and, like, the cosplay abilities for Aurora's dress are pretty awesome. Because you could do the mix-and-match one, or the two-tone one. Yeah. But from the newer stuff, I'd have to say, if we're still going with the princesses, I'd have to say Tangled. Because you're tangled up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, for for me, um, if I were going by this, uh, no, no one can doubt the that that the. I'm not talking about the film, the whole film, but the opening, the Lion King. No one can doubt that that's everyone's that's everyone's wake up alarm, just for kicks and giggles. <laughs> it is though. <laughs> like ah, <laughs> No, 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 remember when they uh, released the trailer for the live action one, it, they were like, they were going like, ah, from Disney, <laughs> comes the Lion King. <laughs> I feel like the soundtrack was the only selling point of the new remake of that one. I never seen it and I never, and I never planned on seeing it. <laughs> Yeah, keep keep your money, fam. The my favorite Disney movie of all time, though, that isn't Big Hero Six, is uh, Toy Story. I grew up on Toy Story. I watched all of them. I watched the I watched the first one when I was little. I watched the second one when I was little. I watched the third one when I got older, and I just saw the fourth one like a month ago. 
and I seen them all. And like I said, like I said before, um, that we said when we were talking yesterday that I when I walked into Toy Story four, I thought I was gonna suck. I thought it was gonna totally suck because you know, like Toy Story three was such an amazing ending. Like the ending to Toy Story three should have been the end of the movie series. <laughs> that, yeah. But but now but now I get it. They were I spoiler alert for everyone who's listening, but who hasn't seen the movie yet. But um I thought the movie was gonna end. I thought I thought the movie was gonna end where they were gonna just like screw up the whole thing. But I get it when 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 they ended the toys part of the story. They ended the huge the, like like Andy's end of the story in the third one, and in the fourth one they ended the like, you know, Buzz and Woody and all those guys is in the story. So that's where, that's the point where I get it. I'm still crying. Yeah. I was very emotional in that theater when I saw it. And I'm just like, a child's movie should not be making me cry this hard. No, no, that's the last movie that actually made me cry. Uh, the part where the kid joined up with his parents again. That's the, that's the, that's the part that made me cry. Like legit. Like I, I actually cried during that movie, during that part. Uh, <laughs> my heartstrings have been tugged so hard by Disney. I just want to scream. But like, but what's your what's your fun? I mean, you know, everyone, you know how it is with Disney these days, and everyone with Disney, they nobody likes Disney because they own everything. You know, that's that's the philosophy. That's the consensus for Disney. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Okay. So, <clears throat> if I put myself in Walt's position, I probably would have done the same thing. Because I think when he was going about it, he didn't really think of it as, I want to own everything. It was more so, okay, what can I do that I would find enjoyable? Because he had his own kids and grandkids that he was thinking of when he made all of this. Yeah. And, like, he let his grandkids stay for free in the park. So, it's like, the park was more so a gift for his family than anything. Because he was a very family-oriented man. So when you put it into that aspect, he was just doing everything he could to make sure that his kids and other kids alike could have something fun to do. Or somewhere really cool to go. And since Disney was huge, I think it was actually a really great idea to make parks out of it and everything, too. But I think where my issue comes in is where, after Walt passed, I feel like the company's values themselves kind of changed a little bit. Because they weren't looking at it from the same perspective that Walt did. So then they became money hungry and they're just like, we need to own everything, monopolize all of it. <laughs> yeah, because because um I heard stories about Walt Disney. I mean, like I think everyone knows who everyone knows like, you know, Walt Disney. He was the he was the man who like who I mean, you said like what you said, like, you know, very family oriented and he and he uh, he created he created you know that first little black and white cartoon with Mickey and the little tugboat that that was the I think the very first Disney cartoon that ever we made, and um, and you know he made all he made all that stuff and you know there's even a statue of him in his own park with, with holding hands with Disney and so that does no with Mickey so like if that doesn't tell you like I love my fans then I don't know what does. Yeah. I mean, like, I disagree with a couple of his practices while in the production phases. Like, he would get a short temper, but of course, that's a huge thing to be dealing with. So, like, you're going to be under a lot of stress. But um, that would be my one critique on it. You know, it's actually it's actually funny. Um, uh, do you do you know uh, a guitarist named Buckethead? 
I feel like I've heard of it before, but I can't say I know. Because he he's a big he's a big Disney freak. Like he's a huge Disney freak. He wants to like he wanted to he wants to like work for Disney playing his stuff at Disney. <laughs> oh, that'd be legit. <laughs> and if you ever heard his stuff, then then uh he he he's dedicated, man. If you heard his stuff. <laughs> I will have to look him up after we are done with this wonderful podcast. I mean, I, I mean, there's a, there's an interview that he, that someone did that was talking about him, about his love for Disney and how he's like, it's actually funny. You got to hear this. He's like, um, he's like, like, uh, like, like the guy was saying, like, like, uh, like, Oh, do you know, I was asking him like, uh, like, have you been to Disney lately? And he's like, he's like, yeah, I was just there on Monday, <laughs> you know, like two days ago. <laughs> And he was like, and I was like, oh, he was like, oh, like, oh, Steph, he really does love it. Um, <laughs> and he, and he was like talking about like how he played, how he made his own stuff for each of the rides. So he's like, like when I'm on Pirates of the Caribbean, it's me playing Pirates of the Caribbean. When I'm on, when I'm on Space Mountain, I'm playing Space Mountain. <laughs> and then, and then he was like, he was like, and he was like, oh, then what, what do you do when you're on a uh, what you no wait it was Space Mountain. I was like, what you oh it's so what you do when you're on Space Mountain? Like he's like, Oh yeah, it's just you know trying to stump the bucket. <laughs> you know, stump the bucket. <laughs> it's it's uh he's like he's like like oh it's just me it's just me it's just me going off. It's like it's just me playing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> he sounds like an absolute riot and I stand for this. It really is. I, I gotta send you. I gotta send you that clip of that interview. That that is uh, that's funny. That's funny stuff. Oh my gosh! Please do. Um, so, so uh, on top of that, um, I heard that you got some tattoo work going on on your arm here, on your arm there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got. Well, see, I wasn't initially planning on getting a sleeve, but when I got my third one, all my coworkers, I walked in and they're like, oh, so you're starting the sleeve now? And I'm like, I mean, if that's what it becomes, it's what it becomes. But I have a giant toothless on my upper arm. And then on my upper forearm, I have a sun that matches the moon that my friend Caden has. And then around my wrist and partially up the forearm, wrapping around, I have a um, forest scene. With some birdies flying out of it. Yeah. So. Like, like, um, no, it's like, uh, it's like, no, what am I trying to say? It's like, it's like, like yeah, I guess it's a sleeve now. <laughs> Love it. It's like, oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> I walked into Bob and when he was done, I instantly thought, oh no, I know what this is going to spark now. Everybody's going to be like, what's your next one? How far are you going to go? Are you going to do your other arm? Are you going to do your legs? And I'm like, nah. Are you going to become Mr. Are you going to be double Arigato, Mr. Roboto? <laughs> oh, man. No, there's actually, right. there's actually one guy who got his whole arm tattooed to be like a robot arm, actually. Yeah, I've seen those. And then other people get, like, scale work or, like, cheetah pattern done. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I know how they fade, and it's not going to look as cool as when it's fresh. <laughs> yeah, it's going it's gonna, it's gonna to look it's gonna look weird when, when it's faded off. <laughs> a little bit, especially if, like, you're a huge tanner, because then it's, like, it just completely gets faded away, and then it just looks like all these weird wrinkles on you. <laughs> I, um, I never, 
No, I mean, I've never been one for tattoos myself, really. I mean, like, I mean, I know it's your thing, but I just never, for me, I just never, you know, I guess it just never became my thing. I mean, my dad has three of them, but I just, it was never my thing, really. Yeah, no, that's completely understandable. I would definitely say they are not for everyone. I'll be the first one to tell you that. Um, I never actually planned on getting any until my friend Caden on my 20th birthday, I believe surprised me with like a little gift certificate inside a box with all the ointment and everything he's like we're gonna go get you a tattoo and i'm like what <laughs> no it's like no it's like no it's like like yeah no, no, when you were saying like yeah it's not for everyone you're, you're sitting here's you sitting in the chair getting the getting the needle on your on your skin like yeah it's not for everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't remember sitting very still um <laughs> So that was probably why it was so weird, but I think I was also doped up on so much adrenaline that I didn't even really feel it when it was happening. So I was like, all right, this is awesome, man. Let's do it. <laughs> like, like, hit me! <laughs> yeah, so Caden and I now have a inside joke about, dude, I'm so stressed. I need ink therapy. <laughs> Oh, uh, do you want me to bring, like, 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 no, I bring a pen and I just throw it at you. There, here's your ink therapy. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do when we can't actually afford the however much it is to go get a new tat, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, for, for me, when it comes to, um, when it comes to my, uh, showing of stuff, I mean, that's why I have the vest and all the patches and all the pins on it, because that, mm -hmm. that's supposed to, that's supposed to be, like, my representation. I guess you can say. And, yeah, I can see that. And I'm trying, and I'm in the works of trying to get a straight edge patch, a really big straight edge patch on the back that says "drug free and proud" and and no, no, and it says uh, I forget what the whole thing says. Hold on. I have it on my computer. I can, <laughs> um, I can, I can tell you what it is. Um, are you interested in uh, while I'm looking up the state? Are you are you interested in uh? In patches and pins and vests and stuff and stuff like that, or do you think the tattoos make up for all that? Ah, uh, okay. Like I used to like all of the above, but when I started realizing how my life was and my hobbies and everything, I would always lose my pins and I would always lose my stickers, or they'd get all messed up. And like the patches, they would eventually come off. And I don't really own a jean jacket anymore, so for me. Where it's at is the keychains. You get me a keychain, I'll be jumping up and down for like 25, 30 minutes straight because I'm like, yes, a keychain! <laughs> and no, no, but 40 minutes later, uh, you lost energy yet? <laughs> I'll go run up to the cons where you get more like caffeine or whatever, and then I'll come back down and like continue bouncing as I'm like, I'm trying to hook it onto my keychain or whatever, and I'm like, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's like, wow, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Like, whoa, man. <laughs> Somebody gifted me one at a con one time, and I believe a passerby said something about, man, they look like a gremlin. <laughs> like, like, like you were foaming from the mouth, and you were, like, drooling from the mouth, and you, were, you look like, like some human dragon holding a keychain? Yes. <laughs> because keychains are, like, my horde if we're putting it in terms of dragons. <laughs> But no, the the patch I want to put on the back of my uh, on the back of my vest says uh, "drug free and proud, intoxicated, chemical free living. It's okay not to smoke, consume alcohol, or do drugs. Straight edge for life." 
Dude, I love that. Cause I, cause I'm, I feel like people don't promote that enough. I mean, because I, I, I put myself, because I, I never, I never drink, I never smoked, and I never did any drugs my whole life. So I'm, and I'm trying to keep it that way. So. You go. I am so proud of you, and you live life the way you want to. Dude. Don't let anyone make you change that. How about, uh, if I may ask, did how, um, have you, have you ever, have you ever, um, drink drink before like ever well i'm only 22 so i've only had about two years under my belt of where i could legally do it and i think if you amounted everything i've ever drank which is like more so my friends get drinks and i take like a sip off because i'm like ooh, what's it taste like (laughs) yeah but i don't think i've ever actually completed my own drink (laughs) so like you know those like mike's hard lemonades or whatever yeah if you took those and filled one up that might be the amount I've consumed in about two years. <laughs> hey, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so it's really not my thing, but there's a couple where I'm like, okay, that tastes all right. I'll take a little bit of it, but you won't see me grabbing an entire bottle and smashing it. You, you know, when I, when I, uh, before, no, it's actually funny. I didn't know what straight edge, that straight edge was even a term until I started wrestling, started watching wrestling. Like, seriously. Because. Oh, that's awesome. Because um, I was I was like you know drug free, smoke free, alcohol free my whole life, but I didn't know there was a term for it until um, this guy called CM Punk showed up on television, and he was a Chicago guy too, and he was also straight edge, and he and he used and and he used it he used the term for his gimmick, and it it do, it doesn't actually mean this, but he used to say that straight edge meant I'm better than you. That's what he used to. Say put it as for his gimmick but (laughs) but but um but that's how i figured out about the straight edge term because i didn't know it existed until he came until i figured out about him so that's how that's how i know about it obviously that does that's that that's not what it means but you know That's, like, really cool, and I feel like this should be something that's passed around. We should, you know how on Instagram they do those, um, tag it, or it encourages people to, like, share it to their story? Yeah. I feel like something like that should be what's spread around. I would, Just, like, the cosplayer positivity stuff? Yeah. I would do that, but I never I never do cosplay, I never do Instagram stories, it's just, it's just not my thing. I, I don't do that. Uh. I um I, I post a lot on my page. Oh, well, I try to, but but um but like uh, if I wanted to, I guess I could just put I could post that photo, and then hashtag 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 hashtag, you know. Yeah, and then people could share it based off the original post. That could work too. Like whatever you do, just like get it out there because I feel like a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah, I feel I feel like it would be. I feel like some it'd be something more that people can uh could uh relate to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh and uh speaking of the things that people can relate to, there's the there's you. I, I saw the video of you and your and your boy Caden <laughs> doing doing the video of you of you like uh of 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 you two flossing in super fast motion. <laughs> Oh, 
That was made at 3 a.m. Please don't judge me. <laughs> at 3 a.m.? No, you guys get pretty crazy at 3 a.m. <laughs> well, like, I think that was also the con where um, some shit had gone down earlier in the day. Yeah. And I was mega stressed, so I had energy for days and I wasn't going to sleep. Not like I ever do anyway. But I looked at M and Caden and I'm like, guys, can we just like go walk around the con center? It doesn't actually close for a while. And they're like, yeah, sure, let's go. So, of course, what do we all do? Get into costume. All of us have our phones. And what else are we going to do with an empty con floor? Make TikToks. <laughs> because, um... Because I know that the that the show that the that the convention hall itself where all the booths are, I know that closes at a certain time, but does the actual convention center, like the little like part outside of that, close at some time or is that always open for the con? Like, I've never walked through and been yelled at, and I've walked through at some pretty crazy hours, so I'm gonna say like there's times where they would really not like you to be there, but it's not necessarily a Hey, you gotta get your shit and get out. It's more of a, isn't it past your bedtime? <laughs> I love that. I love that philosophy. <laughs> isn't it past your bedtime? <laughs> <laughs> and then my retort would be, no, sir, I have no bedtime. I am an adult. Oh, <laughs> bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's con. There is no such thing as rules. I know, I know. Well, I mean, aside from the consent rules and, like, actually be a decent human being, but, you know. Well, I know that Midwest goes all day, all night, for three days. Mm-hmm. And aren't all the, aren't all the panel halls um, in the convention center? Like, where all the panels take place? Um, I believe so, and I know they have stuff running till sometimes three. And then you have the rave running till four, I think, a few times. So, it's lit. <laughs> it, it's. I mean, I never. I never been the mid. I mean, I only been the Midwest on Saturday for how many years have I been going to? I mean, got 18, No, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Four years. For four years, I've been only going on Saturday. I never went Friday or Sunday. So I don't know how it's like during the day on those days or over or overnight into those days. So. Yeah, if you're not there for the late party, you're missing so much. <laughs> I mean, like, there, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, weird people at the rave, though. I mean, you know how the rave is. There's a lot of sexual harassment stories that come out of the rave. I've heard them yeah. all. And those are the sad ones that I'm like, I am so disappointed that this actually happened. But... I mean, I, I'm surprised they don't, they don't do more to avoid that stuff from happening. I know, right? I mean, like, I mean, there shouldn't be like twenty-year-olds going up on like fifteen-year-olds because they because mm. because they're drunk and they don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and what I found interesting is I don't go exclusively to Illinois cons. I kind of branch out and go to other states and everything too, and I stay in my home state. But what I've noticed is that every con has its level of rowdiness and like inappropriate behavior. Yeah. But what I've noticed is that the Illinois ones, especially in the Rosemont area are just insane and nobody does anything about it. Like ASIN has its rap for having a record number of ambulances in a weekend. And I think that's just really depressing almost that a con 
which is supposed to be of inclusion and happiness and like a good weekend to have fun, you have that like label on you. Whereas I go down to Ohio and you have a different kind of energy there. Like you have that chaotic energy at times, but it's also like people know boundaries. They know how to respect you most of the time. I've had weird instances, but like I've never heard any sexual harassment really coming out of those conventions. I've, um, I, I mean, like probably Dice Show probably broke the record of ambulance, not of ambulance visits in a whole, but just like of an ambulance coming to the con in general, because there, because I heard last year that there was a guy who got dropped, dropped, dropped dead drunk and had to be, and had to be carted out, um, into, into an ambulance on day zero. What? Yeah, on day zero, someone got dropped dead drunk and put into the hospital on day zero. Okay, first off, that's a waste of a convention ticket. <laughs> they they probably think, oh, they, no, it's it's the philosophy of saying like, I'll be fine. I'll just have one more, and then and then uh, and then they get drunk, and then they say it again, and they say it again, and then they get dropped dead drunk, and then they're off in the hospital. Yeah, it's, those are horror stories that I do not like to hear. I've seen people laying like in puddles of puke in the middle of hotel hallways, and I'm just like, please be safe. Don't keep drinking. Some, some people can't control themselves, and that's the sick part. I know. And it's like, I hate to say, bring somebody as your buddy who's going to, like, watch you, but sometimes people really need that. Yeah, they need that, they need that one person that, that get them off of what they're doing so they don't, so they don't keep doing it. Mhm. I'm. I'm actually for. Um. That was last year's dice show, though, about that story I was saying. But this going. But this dice show coming up is going to be my first one I ever been to, in myself. Ooh, fun. Are you excited for it? Oh yeah. I um. I hear a lot of good things about it. Like like my good friend, my one friend, his name's Joe Mel. Um. He does the Wanna Be Boo podcast. You probably never heard of it. If you did, then it's pretty cool. But it's. But he uh, does an anime podcast, and he went there last year, and he said it was amazing. And I heard it was amazing before in the past, and I wanted to go there for like almost two years, and now I'm actually going to go this year. And he tells me that like there's a water park, there's a theme park, there's there's a movie theater, there's all this crazy stuff in this convention center with the con, and and you get access to everything um, with your with your con badge and the. Uh, or stuff that you get with the room and all that stuff, and it's just like, wow, man, this sounds like some exciting con right now. <laughs> oh, it sounds awesome. Why don't Why don't you? Why you should come? I think it'd be fun. <laughs> When's the day show? It's uh no, it's let's see. I don't hold on. I'll tell you in a minute here. Um, <laughs> bring you can bring your boy Caden. <laughs> oh my god! No, no. <laughs> Why? Because you're afraid he's going to be like in the water park just flossing all the time? Well, <laughs> well, um, my boy is going through some hard times right now, so I don't think he could actually physically go. Oh. So that would have to be like in like a year or two or maybe more type thing. So at some point he'll be coming back to cons with us, but as of right now he's officially told me, he's like, okay, I'm withdrawing from any other convention for a while now. And I'm like, oh man. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry that's happening to him. 
Yeah. He just needs to really focus on being an adult, I think. Because he's a good guy and he's a great person to be around and I love hanging out with him and he's like the most like he's the greatest person you could have to be your best friend. But at the same time it's like he almost overexerts himself for his friends and he needs to take time for himself and really figure out what he needs. It's kind of, so. it's, it's kind of like the philosophy of like you got you gotta um you you gotta you gotta die a little bit on the inside to figure out who you are in the future. Yes. So he's in that phase right now, and I'm supporting him through that. And I'm like, I will take as many photos as you need me to, so you can get your con kick. Like, I'll come over and we can dress up and like make videos, like cool. But I'm like, just get your stuff together. I need you at cons, man. And, and no, you, you know, speaking of that, you're the only person that I know of that that fooled Tiff twice in surprising her on her birthday. <laughs> Two years in a row. <laughs> Two years in a row. Did she tell you about this year? Um, she she told me about last year how you, how you took how you surprised her and you took her to the Bristol Renaissance Fair. But then I don't know. She never she didn't tell me about this year. <laughs> oh yeah, so it wasn't like a full on surprise last year because we had talked about it and she had time to order an outfit and everything but this year she had no idea that we were going to come up and say hi to her and hang out and everything because as far as she knew i had classes but my class only went till 10 a.m yeah <laughs> so i hiked it up to my girlfriend's house grabbed her and then we hopped in the car made the hour and a half drive up to tiff and i texted her as i'm sitting out across the road from her house and I said, hey, have you checked the mail today? And she's like, well, no. I think I, I don't think we get mail today because it was, I think it was Labor Day or something. Yeah. And I'm like, well, can you, like, double check? Because I sent you a package that was kind of expensive through Amazon, and those do tend to deliver even on holidays sometimes. Like, can you just double check to make sure it's not there? Yeah. Or that it is there or whatever? So she's like, okay, well, give me a second. So we're sitting there in my car waiting to see if she actually goes to the mailbox or if she notices my car sitting there. Yeah. She makes it all the way to the mailbox, opens the darn thing, turns around, <laughs> and acts like she's going to go back into the house, but then she pauses at the end of her driveway. Like, she noticed something, but she doesn't know what it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, she turns around and she looks at me, and she's like, OH MY GOD! <laughs> I love it! So we're sitting there in the car, laughing our asses off, as she's walking over to the, my window, and I have it rolled down and everything, and I'm like, here, hands her a bouquet of flowers. Here, hands her a piece of chocolate cake. And she's like, ah. <laughs> And I look at her, I'm like, hey, loser, you want to go get lunch? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she goes and runs in, puts her stuff down, and then comes barreling out of the house and jumps in my back seat. And I'm like, where do you want to go? And she's like, I don't know. Wow. Okay. Like it's it's your birthday. What do you want to eat? <laughs> so after like fifteen minutes of debate, of her silent debate between her and herself in the back seat, she's like, "Can we go to Chili's?" <laughs> that that was the final decision. Just Chili's. Yeah, she wanted Chili's. I'm like, "All right, we'll go to Chili's." No, you 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 want to know something funny about about that? Yes, please. My birthday's the day before hers. Uh, <laughs> my birthday's there. Your September first. Yeah, it's September first. <laughs> nice. No, no. When I told her that, when I told her my birthday was September first, she, she like, 
it's like like she like she found it funny too and i was like I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> but if you no, if you ever come to my house and you do that same crap to me, I'm gonna be like, I'm I'm gonna open up the door, and I'm gonna be like, I don't see a package. What are you talking about? I don't see you. <laughs> and, <I'm, laughs> and I'm gonna look up and I'm gonna be like, toothless. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna be you're gonna be no, I'm crossing the street, you dumbhead. <laughs> I was, if she didn't, if she walked back into the house, I was about to text her and say, "Hey, you missed a seven thousand dollar two thousand eight white Impala sitting across the street." <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> I'm like, how do you miss that? It's a big ass package. <laughs> for um, no, for no, if you were gonna, if you were gonna do that to me, you can't do that. You can't go across the street because I live on a busy street. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. You just made this more complicated, man. <laughs> no, I mean like I live like I live on Army Trail Road, which is which which is a busy road, but I live on the end of the road where it's like not like trafficy. It's like it's like normal where it's like there won't be a traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh jeez. And plus you don't know my address, so you can't so you can't come. <laughs> Are you like testing my ability <laughs> to figure shit out? No, no, I can, no, I can tell you, I trust you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Be like, yo, for future reference, I need this, 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 and this information. <laughs> oh god, I, no, I probably, I to be honest with you, I probably live like hour wise and time wise. I probably live closer to you, probably. <laughs> yeah. Because I live in a, I live in a, uh, I live in West Chicago, which is, um, not, it's not the city, it's just the town, the town, that, the town's just called West Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, uh, I know you come to Chicago a lot because you live near Chicago. What's your favorite thing that we have that you guys don't have? (laughs) Hmm. Um, well, I can't really say I go up there all the time, because Chicago is still, like, a three-hour drive for me. Yeah. Um, so if I had to say anything, probably the fact that the mu- the museums and aquariums and zoos and stuff, those are technically closer to my house than the ones down in Indy. Yeah. So, like, I guess as big cities go, that's probably what... I'm like, well, I want one too. <laughs> I I want one too. <laughs> yeah, like I want to be like, oh yeah, I have an art museum five minutes from my house. You want to go look at some Picasso? And I'm like, please. <laughs> like Picasso, me Picasso, me B. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I I don't like swearing, but I'm not gonna say the B word. <laughs> but like like Picasso, me B. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I I feel like the only town in Indiana that would that would do a good con that wouldn't cause any trouble would probably be in Santa Claus, Indiana, if they have room for that. <laughs> I have no idea. And I want to go there so bad. I I I beg. I, like I like. Yes, I still live with my parents. Yeah, I know. But um, 
but like I, I like I was telling my parents like, hey man, like hey, we we should take a family trip, go see a close Indiana. I just want to go check it out. It looks so cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, like I thought, like because because it looks so awesome, you know. <laughs> it does. It really does, and I feel like I should make my Hoosier checklist and go hit it at some point. But you know. <laughs> The Hoosier settlers at the Hoosier Dome. <laughs> yes. The Hoosier Dome, I know it doesn't exist anymore, but... We Hoosiers have specific things that must be looked at before we decide to move on or become one with the corn. <laughs> no, no, I know that the, in Indiana you guys are called Hoosiers, but I know in Michigan they're, they're called Youpers up in the Upper Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, have um, have you been up to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, or you only been to the state to the bigger part? I've only been to Michigan once or twice, and that was for cherry picking. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I, I can see that you like picking, uh, fixing lights and cables because you're cherry picking. Cherry picking. <laughs> Are you fixing my cable? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh. Yeah, my first official experience in Michigan probably won't be until November, so that'd be a better time to ask that question. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Michigan. <laughs> oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to Michigan, and I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna be like, oh, you cherry picking today. <laughs> 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 well, oh, we're wilding out. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, uh, what um, what what is your favorite con? Like your favorite favorite con right now? Mm. That's a very good question. I'm kind of salty about a couple of the Rose, well, most of the Rosemont ones I go to, just because of the issues with the um, person in charge and nothing being done about it. Yeah. And then I had quite a bit of issues trying to get free tickets that I won for ASIN, so they're kind of all on my shit list, so to speak, at the moment, because I'm like, you guys need to get your garbage together so that you can actually run a convention. Yeah. But... I do like Matsuri a lot. Matsuri is really cool. It's a nice convention area. But I used to love Ramen Con when it was back in Merrillville, but then they moved out to South Bend and it just kind of fell to garbage. Yeah. So I can't really say I have a favorite right now, but I have several that I really look forward to and I enjoy. Like, um, like is the next one coming up for you a kind that you really enjoy? Well, the next one I have is actually this coming weekend, and that's Ramen Con. And the only reason why I'm going is because I'm in three different panels. <laughs> three different panels? Man, you're keeping up, man. <laughs> yeah. You want to know the time frame on one of them? What? 1 to 3 a.m. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I have a um, fast food roast panel from 4 to 5 on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. 
and then Sunday morning, 1 to 3 a.m., I have a Harry Potter pajama panel. And then, like, I think it's 1 to 2 on Sunday afternoon, I have a My Hero panel. And I'm just like, ah! You're, you're like, you're like freaking all over the place. <laughs> you're like, yeah, a bit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm possibly going to be hosting my first panel ever at Dice Show for, the, for this podcast. Ooh, fun. And um and I need to I need to find someone still to interview in that panel, and then I'm gonna have Q and A obviously from the fans, and I'm probably gonna get the weirdest questions ever. <laughs> I am excited. Are you gonna record it all? Yeah, I'm gonna put it on a DVD, and if you want a copy, uh, it's I'll send you one for free. You don't have to pay nothing. Yes. <laughs> and um, and like. And I feel I feel like people uh, no because on my art podcast Adventure Time guys I do I've been doing for four years it's just kind of eh, it's kind of it's kind of going downwards at this point but um I I do Friska on there I really like a bastardized version of her voice it doesn't sound nothing like her but it's <laughs> but I um but like on there I say twit a lot I call everyone twits a lot. And I feel like people are going to, I feel like there's going to be that one person that comes up to me and goes like, can you call me a twit? I'm not going to, I'm going to be like, you, you want, you want me to call you a twit? <laughs> it's like, like, yeah. Like, okay. Um, <clears throat> like, twit! <laughs> like, like there, is that good? Is that good enough? All right, there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I would s- love to be there capturing that moment. Just be like, ah, yes, it shall now be infamous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should. No, I, no, speaking of that, I always wanted to take my voices and go to a drive-thru. <laughs> Do it. Record the experience. <laughs> like, 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 uh, because there, there was one where, uh, where already on YouTube, where an Equus and a Gamzee and a Dave Strider are all in a drive-thru. And they're and they're doing the whole thing, and I thought that I thought that one was the funniest thing ever. But I want to do my own run, like take, uh, like, uh, let's see, uh, I I want the Big Mac, <laughs> and like, is that all? Like, no, 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 no. I'm coming, I'm coming back. Come on, no, hold on. Um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh man! No, no, no! I should no. If 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 you want, I we should no. No, you could be like Car Cat, and then you can, and then you can. We can. I could be Acuous, um, and then you can be Acuous and Car Cat going to the drive-through. <laughs> oh my god! We could get all great up in everything. Like 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 God! Dang it! Snip it! Drive-through. It's like you can have a like every you can have like a short temper every time the whole time. Oh come on, Equius! Can you hurry up already? No, no, I I got it. Come on, don't 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 test me. <laughs> I can also do no. I forgot to tell you. I can also do Gamzy. Oh my gosh! I used to be able to, and then my voice was like, "Screw you." No, it's like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let me tell you, like, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the best thing ever. 
Oh my gosh. The gay cargo. Did you ever make those super slime pies with like the Jello mix and Fago? Oh no, I had no. I had Fago before. I had uh, I think ginger ale Fago, but I never had like the Fagos are in home stuff. Oh my gosh. <sighs> no, there's this way you can make super slime, and you take like Jello packets, but instead of using hot water, you end up using um, like a cup of cold Fago and a cup of warm Fago, and it's this thick jello when it's done and it's got like all this caffeine in it so when you're done you have like the biggest sugar high ever <laughs> oh god <laughs> i don't think i don't think i, I don't think i'm gonna want any of that <laughs> <laughs> i made a mistake of eating an entire pan all by myself yeah sleep was nowhere to be found for the next like 30 hours <laughs> no no I bet, I bet you were jumping i bet you know like you were talking about the keychains i'm pretty sure you were doing that for five for 24 hours straight <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. No, I mean like, um, I I always want no, I I um, I gotta try Fago. I gotta try like you know different kinds of Fago. It's gotta be good. Dude, I will buy you a bottle and present it to you at a con as Carcalicious. Carcalicious definition makes makes, makes the Jersey the logo. logo. <laughs> they she wants to look everything that's not inside the photos. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> A to K to the A to the T to the... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> K to the A. <laughs> no, ever, no. I, do you know how many times I hear that song at convention? And how many times I hear it myself on YouTube? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, there's no escaping. That exists. <laughs> no, there's not. There is absolutely no way. But there's also the Midnight Crew song, you know, the I'm the member of the Midnight Crew. That song. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. I was listening to that whole song last night, and it's long, and I forgot how long it is. <laughs> Isn't it like 13 minutes or something? Yeah, I think it's like 13, 12 minutes. Yeah, around that time frame. <laughs> Yikes. I also, I like, no, what's my favorite Comstock song, though? It probably is, uh... Beat down off the Strife album. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Or no, Tommy Bonsai. Tommy Bonsai off the Strife album. That's my favorite song. Oh, okay. Um, beat down and Strider style. That's off a different album. I forget which one. Yeah. What's your? How about you? Favorite Homestuck song? That's a hard one. You can't make me pick that, man. Don't, don't be playing this game. <laughs> it was all good. Oh, you like you like all the songs? <laughs> I do. I actually have a giant playlist of them that I used to play on repeat all the time. Do you do you have them all on physical? All on what? Physical, like physical CD. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was that bad person who converted YouTube videos. Oh god. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, on my defense, I still do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. If I if I if I cannot find the song anywhere else, and I have to do it that way. Yeah. Like, if you really can't find it anywhere else, or like, if there's a specific cover that I like or something that I know the artist doesn't have an actual album for, then I'll do it. But. Usually I don't anymore, but I was young and I had no better clue how to do anything, <laughs> and I had no job. Well, so, well, sadly, 
we got wrap things up. It's one oh six, and I know you, and I promise, and you know that you wanted to be done by like one fifteen. Yeah, because I have a meeting with a advisor, so can't be late to that. But hey, I mean, dude, thank you so much for coming on here. You're awesome, and you're amazing. <laughs> Well, heck, man, right back at you. Thank you for having me. It was a great way to kill some time, and I would totally do it again. <laughs> we, we should, uh, if, if you're cool with that, we should probably, we should meet up sometime. I think that'd be cool, right? Heck yeah. So, yeah, um, you can follow me on Facebook, at CyberTimeBright. Follow me on Twitter, at NostalgiaRant. Get my gear at, at RedBubble.com under Crash Human Gear, where even you know... That the spork is the most powerful in them all, and I know you work at a library, so you know sporks. There's a spork somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there are always sporks. <laughs> oh god, how about you? Tell people where to find you. Okay, um, y'all can find me on Instagram at nineteen toothless ninety eight, and I think it's the same for my Tumblr. But Tumblr is kind of a sketchy place, so I wouldn't advise. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even on Tumblr. I used to be on Tumblr. I'm not even on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only go on for the memes. That's about it. And don't and don't forget the last one. A, a car across. And, and and you can also find you can also find her in, in her local car across your local street. <laughs> oh yes, exactly. <laughs> ten out of ten. With with, with the with the with the most prizes of packages. <laughs> Oh. oh man. Well, yep. Um, uh, for so for episode seventy-one of Cyber Time Bite, I will see all of you next time. <laughs>